We're at the end of 2023. Welcome to a special year-end episode of Show Me the Crypto. We wanted to have a little bit of fun with this year-end episode. So Alf and I are having a competition. We are picking our top five altcoins for 2024. There's a few rules and parameters around this contest, but ultimately the portfolio that we build today, we're going to check back on December 31st, 2024. And whoever's portfolio has the greater value value is going to win all what's the fine print behind this contest so the fine print and this is going to be fun we're picking two of our top altcoin picks from the top one to 50 places by market cap on coin gecko we're then going to pick two more from places 51 to 100 on coin gecko and for our last pick we're going to pick the ultimate shitcoin hail mary pick from 101 down the list as far as we want to go. Yeah, so we have imaginary budget here of $500 each. Each it's $100 per coin that we pick. Let us know in the comments who won this competition. Is it myself or Alf? Show me the crypto. <laughs> Show me the crypto. Show me the crypto. In a world on the brink of disruption, Two men will bring you clarity by interviewing some of the most intelligent and influential names in the blockchain world. Welcome to Show Me The Crypto with your hosts, Wade Patterson and Ulf Lonegren. All right, we got CoinGecko open. We've got the beers flowing. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Let's drink. We're ready to roll, but I want to preface this with a couple of things. First off, none of this is financial advice, of course. We are, in some ways, throwing a dart at a dartboard here with some of these predictions. The second thing, my favorite cryptocurrency personally is Ethereum. I love Ethereum. I think that there's so much promise and potential, but guess what I don't think is going to win me this competition? picking ethereum i'm going more for some of these hail mary cap coins so feel free to shit on me in the comments or make fun of some of the picks that i go with but i'm i'm going for it with these picks of what's your strategy going in or do you not want to tell me too much well you know what we're a little handcuffed anyways we gotta we could pick bitcoin or ethereum in our top 50 but given the rule set we're gonna have to dig into the shit coins a little bit here <laughs> so i think that's part of the fun yeah um but just to touch on bitcoin and ethereum a bit you know i actually think they're gonna have a great year ahead of them with the spot etfs that are coming down the line here i think when we look at Bitcoin and Ethereum compared to the altcoin market, they might actually have a really solid run this mm. year. I mean, I think everything's going to have a solid run, but even, you know, just comparatively speaking, yeah. that said, they're not on my list either. We're <laughs> digging a little deeper here. So I'm looking forward to getting into it here with you. Well, and the other side of it as well is thinking about, you know, we're kind of having these assumptions right now that it's going to be strong bull market in late 2024. What often happens is if the market went the other way in that timing, which I don't think will happen, but it's possible, Bitcoin and Ethereum are usually good picks in the sense they're not going to crash as low as everything else as well. So a lot of variables to take into factor, but let's get it kicked off. All your first picks, we had to pick two coins that were from number one to number 50 in CoinGecko. We're doing this real time as well, yeah. recording it on, what's the date today? December 13th so this will be released a few days later recording on december 13th all what are you going with for pick number one yeah so interestingly i noticed you were scrolling down here and yeah i noticed you kind of stopped right around this area which i thought was very interesting <laughs> because my first pick is immutable immutable so i love the gaming narrative and when we look at tokens that are going to pop off next year, I think gaming in Web3 is finally at the place where the technology has come along far enough. There are real games being built and there is a foundation in that blockchain layer 
that is starting to make sense for game developers to start utilizing and working with, and we're seeing it happen. So why immutable? I do have some notes here. You did I research? Wanna, I just want to make I sure still I don't get know what my right. picks are going to be. I'm drinking so, a beer. So oh, first Scott, off, papers and papers. Immutable, let's just call it the the Microsoft platform of Web3 blockchain gaming. Mm. And what I mean by that is Microsoft has a suite of tools to basically do anything in business from a digital standpoint. And Immutable they basically offer a whole foundational tool set for game developers, for token holders. There's so many aspects to this blockchain and to this token that I think are going to propel it to, uh, especially just given the gaming narrative again, that really is a big part of it. Um, but I think that's going to propel it to be a big earning token, mm. big price increases by the end of 2024. So this is on my list. Let's take a look at the charts here just to see what has happened even in the last year. So you can see in the last year, I think we'll see with a lot of tokens in like the last month or so, Bitcoin's had a, or sorry, crypto's had a nice run up. So this is not maybe abnormal with a lot of tokens, but you know, Immutable is getting traction. Um, you know, it's it's being talked about right now, and I think it will continue to be talked about as we move into 2024. So I'm excited to see where it goes. That's my first pick. Uh, currently number 30, what was it, 34? 34, yeah. So uh, we'll see where it goes. Maybe it'll even move up in market cap as far as rankings. I think it's a strong pick. It was amongst my few that I was looking at for the top 50 as well. One thing that comes to mind, I've always been a big fan of Gary Vaynerchuk. He released his VFriends um, NFT plat or NFT series, VFriends 1, VFriends Series 2. And he also released something called Book Games a few years back, and that was on Immutable X. So you needed to kind of interact with that platform. So, you know, when you have that type of thing, somebody like Gary Vaynerchuk, who's onboarded a lot of people, sometimes that helps get the momentum. So I think it's a strong pick. I don't have it as one of my two, which I'm happy. I'm glad we're not just picking the same things here. Yeah. My first pick, get ready for the comments to come after me. I'm going with Cardano. Oh, okay. I'm going with Cardano. I'm going with Ada. And there's a few reasons why I'm doing that. The first reason is I look at how coins performed over the past week or two weeks. And I know that that's a terrible sign, but you know, we first got these senses of, of we may be entering into a strong bull market here. There was a lot of price increases. Cardano was amongst the top. So if we're looking at it right now, the seven day, it's up almost 50%. Yeah, but that's an crazy. another reason I'm interested here in Cardano is if we look at the the previous high on the last bull run. So we got just shy of $3. I believe it was $2.80. So just shy of $3. And right now Cardano is at about 65 cents. So if we're doing kind of the math, it's a 5x just to hit where it was on the previous bull run, which I do think is a highly likely target for a lot of these coins, regardless if they really take off. It's got the strongest, that 5X is stronger than any other coin that's in the top 10. If we look at the potential, like Ethereum got to about 4K last time. So that would be a 2X from where it's at now. So I think that there's a lot of upside here for Cardano, just from that price action trading look. Avalanche was another coin that performed really well over the last week. I had a close eye on that, but I do believe that just knowing Cardano and even Charles Hoskinson, the character that he is and the community, I think community plays a big role. Cardano has got a strong community behind it. Uh, we've had Charles on the pod before, you know, they've taken this really scientific approach and, you know, Ulf and I talk about Cardano from time to time. Do I like Cardano more than Ethereum? No, absolutely not. I'm, I prefer ETH, but I think for a price action and kind of a safe bet a little bit, Cardano seems 
like it's just a strong, solid choice for my first pick. So I'm going to go with Cardano for pick number one. I love it, and I'm I'm surprised because I know <laughs> that I know you from time to time. I've had your doubts on Cardano, but I think this is a wise choice because whether or not you are a Cardano fan, whether or not you feel they've moved their technology and community and projects and everything along enough, you know, have they fulfilled their vision enough in the timeline they've had so far? All that aside. If you just look at, again, narrative, speculation, community, marketing, these are the things that can propel a crypto token's price. And as you said, Cardano's been around. They're at this point, arguably a blue chip in that they've survived uh, multiple, uh, you know, bull and bear markets. And and I actually like your theory a lot about just looking at what happened recently, because this was over the last month, the last two weeks, really, we've seen uh, a big uptick. So looking at, you know, what in that short timeline where there's the, almost this like bull market movement, what were the big winners? Because that could be an early indicator of what will be the big winners in the true bull run when it comes. So I like your angles here. And when I was doing research for this, I think it was number two in the top 50 coins at one point when I was looking at it. So we'll see. Also, just gonna go back to immutable for one second here because we gotta track these prices. Cause I, so right now Cardano, we're gonna do it at 65.24 cents. Okay. And so we'll see how much obviously hundred dollars would buy for that. And then we will go for yours, immutable, we'll go real-time price here. For all of you listening on the podcast, we'll read it out as well. So immutable is $2.01. So you get about 50 for that. Cool. cool. On to pick number two. All right. Top 50. Pick number two. <laughs> we are right here again. Only two above immutable. I'm going with injective Whew, up 84% in the last seven days. Yeah. So in that, I don't think plays in my favor. If I'm being honest, like mm. if we look at the charts, um, while it looks great because it's got momentum, uh, I mean, like you see a spike like this and the downside immediately is that like, it's currently already on a run up. So, if we're going to see a pullback that hasn't happened yet we're going to that's still going to probably happen and then down the road yeah for sure we're still going to see a lot of growth but i didn't maybe get the best starting entry point you know here as far as like tracking this price mm. goes that said why injective so injective is a layer one blockchain for finance and and everything DeFi, and it provides similar to how we were looking at immutable being this whole infrastructure layer this this blockchain for gaming injective is a blockchain for DeFi and for finance and it's been around the block already it's not new injective has been around for a good number of years and in that time it's now built up multiple partnerships it's on all the major exchanges um, you can see here the last run-up uh, it started as low as you know under a dollar and got as high as uh, 22. so i mean like at that time you were making 30x gains what will we make this time around i mean we're already way above those uh, all-time highs from then but I think this has got a long way to go. I think there's a lot of room here. I think there's a lot of strong narrative. They're growing their ecosystem like crazy right now. They've got a $150 million fund that they're um, uh, giving out grants to projects to build on Injective. So there's a lot going on here that I like. Um, there's a lot of positive marketing happening. The community is bigger than ever right now. And I think Injective is a good play if you if you like the narrative around DeFi and where it's going. All right. So booking that in at 3131. So you'll get about three of those for the portfolio. A strong pick. All right. On to my oh look at that. You got it just before it went up to 3133. What a discount. Whew. You got it on bar. You're already Whew. up. You're already up. Okay. My second pick in the top 50. I'm gonna go a little 
lower cap than the previous picks. And I was torn between two here. I was torn between Celestia and Thorchain. They're number 44 and 45, respectively. I'm going to go with Celestia is my pick. Now, this was the topic of a recent podcast of ours with Kenny Lee, and we were talking about Manta Network and talking about modularity. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a lot of potential upside. He he brought up some really good points of why that may be the future. He talked about the parallels to the cloud computing space and the fact that, you know, when you're talking about different servers that have different purposes, you don't say, oh, I want to be using Microsoft's version and doing this. Like we don't handpick things like that. And he figured the same for blockchain, that there will be specializations amongst various blockchains and the idea that everything will kind of work together celestia helps make that possible and you did some research on this as well understanding the background behind celestia the fact it's just cracked into the top 50 as well i think if that narrative really takes place which that always seems to be the case when we have a bull run it's what is what is that narrative going to be and if we look at the last one DeFi was a major theme we got into things like nfts but if modularity really takes off, I think Celestia is going to be kind of at the front of the line in terms of blockchains that people are looking at or the first modular blockchain network. So that is my pick at $12.41. Celestia, what are your thoughts on that pickle? Well, if you really want to know, it was my runner up. And, <laughs> and I'm not just saying Oh, do you have that. a print off? Do you have I a print it. off of I this? I got proof. Oh, my I got God. Proof. Where is it? Here you go. Runner-up, Celestia. Celestia. I had it down. It was uh, it was a close call. In the end, I didn't end up obviously picking it. I if it was in if it wasn't quite forty four, let's say it was a little lower ranked in the yeah. fifty two hundred, it would have been on that on that list for right, me. Right, right. But uh, you know, hey, we gotta we gotta make our picks here with precision. So it <laughs> was right. just barely just barely missed out on. Just outside. Okay, now we're moving coins 51 to 100 and i will admit on this i struggled a couple of my coins fell out of the top 100 this happened on a couple occasions so i have one locked down in my head but the other one's going to be a game time decision here i don't have pages and pages of research like alf has beside him but uh alf i'll leave it to you to make pick number one all right so pick number one between 51 to 100 yes I gotta say, like it got harder for me as I went down the list and got into the more obscure coins. I also, I had to do a lot of research only because I didn't know a lot about these and I wanted to make good calls, but a lot of them do follow uh, the narrative that I already started talking about. And in this case, that is true with Beam. So Beam is another gaming blockchain. I really like the gaming narrative. Uh, Beam has what makes Beam interesting right now. You'll notice, like, so their website is meritcircle.io. There actually is a there's a website for Beam too. But the reason around that is Merit Circle recently rebranded to Beam. They still have like uh, both brands, both entities, but Beam is sort of their new spinoff that they're. Um, really sort of promoting and that's sort of their their primary um you know piece of technology that they're marketing but the thing is merit circle itself originally was one of these gaming guilds that came out years ago and that whole um that whole narrative and sort of business model didn't really play out like this this play to earn model and everybody who joins the guild gets paid out it didn't really play out how they would have liked and so they've basically successfully shifted here their their business model into beam uh as you can see in this ad playing right now it's cool yeah they've recently partnered with polygon and immutable so they've got some big names that they're associated with as well. Um, and they're building some interesting tech. But more than that, it's the narrative. It's the marketing behind it. There's people like Alex Becker, who 
has got a massive following and he's very strongly pushing the gaming narrative as well. He's recently started, you know, talking good about Beam. Um, and so I think they've got a lot going for it. They've got a strong community behind them already. They've got a lot of um, uh, game publishers already sort of signed on and building with them. So there's a lot happening with Beam. I'd say the downsides here for me with this pick are just that the price has already been skyrocketing for the limited time that beam's been on the scene it's basically been up up and up and so for there's got to be a pullback sometime soon this is another one where i'm not probably entering this at the best point but who knows maybe i'm still early and it's not too bad either way i think it's a good strong pick for 2024 that's why i'm sticking with it I think it's a great pick, and I, I learned a bit there. I'd obviously seen it moving up on the charts, but I didn't know a lot about it. So that's that's helpful to know. Okay, so we locked that in at about 2.63 cents. So at the end, we're going to do the math and tell you the exact quantities that each portfolio is going to hold. But for now, I will scroll down the chart to my first pick which is a few behind beam at number 67 i am going with sandbox so i like you've kind of clung on to this idea of gaming which i agree with you i think that that's going to be a big story going forward i think the metaverse has to be right there's you look at just i mean meta rebranding to meta from facebook and the fact that so many people are going to be focused on the metaverse and going forward and virtual land and the NFTs and everything like that. And one of my goals during this bear market was to get a little bit of land in Decentraland and Sandbox. So that was, these were the two I was kind of in between for this pick was, do I go with Decentraland and Mana or do I go with Sandbox? And I did a bit of research on where I wanted to get my my piece of virtual land. I, I bought in both of those metaverses and I've noticed the sandbox appreciation on the land has gone quite a bit more, probably about 40% more than Decentraland. And it, looking at the last seven days, it's up 14% versus mana, which is up 3%. This is more a play on metaverse. And I think that sandbox is going to be one of those picks to keep an eye on. Also, I know that the bigger winner between the two, I think so, if I had to guess. And if we look to at the previous all time highs, not that this is an indicator of future results, but we have a long way to go there. So sandbox at the all time high was up around $7.43. And it's currently at 50 cents. So just to hit just to that number alone, and I think it's going to surpass it. I mean, it, it's got kind of that first mover advantage to my understanding in the metaverse place or space. And so I like this pick and I just wanted to cover metaverse with one of my coins. So that is why I pick sand for number one. You know, I was, I couldn't help but think about what were your picks going to be when I was looking through. That's what you thought it would be. And I didn't, I didn't know either if it would be sand or mana, Yeah. but I, I had an inclination. I know you've been, you know, purchasing land and getting into yeah, the yeah. metaverse game. So I figured, you know, one of these at least should be on your list. So I'm, I'm happy to see it. Okay. So 0.5121 is what we're locking that one in at. Okay, cool. on to your second pick in the bottom 50 of the top 100. All right, all right, second pick. So as you can tell, I'm a, I'm a narrative guy here when I think about you know price appreciation during a bull run. Uh, while I do think fundamentals matter long-term, I think, and they, and they certainly can have effect on price. If the fundamentals are now playing out and people are seeing true fundamentals like growing a project that's going to give a lot of confidence mm -hmm. to to those looking to invest but earlier on it's more speculation and i think speculation comes back to marketing it comes to narrative it comes to what could be in the future and with this pick i am down the list here where are we right around here Oh, oh, did it better, slide off? Better, did it slide oh, no, off? no, no, it's gone up. Oh, it's gone way up. 
wow, this has gone way up since yesterday. So yeah, here we go. So up, uh, up quite a bit, or maybe other things have gone down either way. Fetch. So fetch.ai is my pick. And again, touching on narratives, this one's a little different. This is not a gaming narrative. This is the AI narrative. I think AI is going to be big in 2024. Let's face it, AI has been big in 2023, not necessarily blockchain AI, but AI in general with the rise of chat GPT, chatbots, we've got Google Bard, and now they've got Gemini, and there's, I don't know, there's all kinds of chatbots, and AI is huge right now. And I think it will continue to be huge. And Fetch and the FET token, I think has a bright future ahead because when you look at the AI um, landscape in blockchain right now, there's there's only so many that have um, you know a good sort of community behind them and that have that sort of like strength in the market. And Fetch being already in the top 100 by market cap, uh, you know, almost 700 million market cap. I think that it's one of the leaders. I think it will have um, still uh, only a growing community and and a lot of positive momentum behind it. As far as what Fetch is and how it works, my basic understanding at this point is that it's if you want to simplify it it's decentralized ai and so when you think about ai that you use today it's all chatbots right imagine chatbots where you're not processing all that information from a sent from centralized servers and from a centralized business uh, but rather through decentralized peer-to-peer -peer methods so um fetch has one of these things they call it ai agents so they've got i think, I think they were calling it um like a, a duplicate me the the copy of copy of you or whatever it was and um essentially they're saying they want to one of their like early use cases is say doing things online that you do with your bot so you have your ai agent go and say i want to book uh, plumbing service and the service industry is something they're like particularly going after because they think that's a good sort of entry point to prove market fit. But say, I want to, I want to book a plumbing service, find me the best plumbing service for the best price in my area, and then book it during the days I'm available. And if your AI agent is already hooked up to your calendar and knows enough about you, it can just go find all that information and get it done for you but all of it was done in like a decentralized peer-to-peer -peer way. So that's one of the angles they're going after. They've already got some massive partnerships as well. I think that uh, Fetch AI is a great narrative to go after, like and that's it. my pick. I like it. We locked that one in at 0.6674. It's already up a little bit. It's like hopping, like it's constant changing. On Co yeah, CoinGecko. All right. I got to look because mine last I checked had been bumped out of the top 100. My second pick, Let's, I'm praying that it snuck back into the top 100. Let's see. It has not. Okay. So what I'm going to go with then as a backup is, let me just take a quick scan. At the end of this, we got to, I have a couple honorable mentions. I got a, yeah, I yeah. got a, I got a shout out here. Fair enough. Okay. So a couple that I looked at Arbitrum, I think layer twos are going to be a big story. Like you were saying, I mean, the fundamentals here, absolutely. It's tough on a contest like this. You're not necessarily like, these are the long-term yeah, picks that yeah. are going to be super sustainable, but are they going to have that pump to win a contest like this? Maybe but I don't know. So that was an honorable mention for me in the 51 to 100. But the one I'm going to go with is CHZ, Chili's. And the reason I'm going with <laughs> That this, was an on-the-spot pick for sure. No, no, no. So the reason was this was one of the best performing coins I had in my portfolio the last bull really? run. It was. We had a guest on the pod i want to say year one like july 2021 and this was their recommendation i know that they've partnered with a number of 
Premier League teams. And again, just going to this idea of the onboarding, right? I think even Real Madrid, Chile's has partnered with, and it's this idea of what are people going, like what's going to be the gateway to people learning about crypto? And they're, they're doing some of these partnerships to really kind of embrace it with the team and get mm. the mainstream into crypto. I know that right now, eight cents, I'm pretty sure Chili's at one point was up to at least 70 or something like that. Let's look and pull up the chart. Yeah. So it was near 80 cents mm. here. And so again, going back to my strategy of can it repeat what it's done in the past, we had another guest too, who was talking about it. I believe he's an advisor to Chili's, but it's just one of those projects that's like, it's a bit of nostalgia. It's a little bit of sentimental value for me. So I'm going to make that my pick. What's the price at right now? So we get that locked in. Yeah, the price right now is 0 0.0842. Okay, 0 0.0842. Yeah. So it's all about sports and entertainment. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I like the angle here in that, you know, we talk about like onboarding the masses. This is the sort of angle that can make that happen, you know? And now I'm seeing on the site, it had a lot to do with like fan rewards and that type of thing. And so kind of, you know, it's that entry point of what are people going to, they might not want to to learn more about crypto, learn about blockchain, but if they know they're getting fan rewards, they're getting experiences, that type of thing, that could be a good onboarding platform. Chili's is my pick, but that one's, that was a bit of a Hail Mary. It was, I chew that slipped out of the top 100. We'll talk about those later. Yeah. All right. We, we will, because I also had one, I swear it's probably 102 right now. It's very, it's right there. Yeah, so yeah. we'll get to that. But um, let's get to our final picks here first. Final picks. Go ahead. My All friend. right. So final picks for me, my Hail Mary. This is going to be wait. Oh, OK. Not that far down. Though. I think I went to page 115 here. <laughs> but here, I'll just search it up because I don't want to go searching page by page. My pick for my uh, Hail Mary long shot. And apologies for the Internet. This is a little slow today. But my pick is Game Swift. You're really going gaming heavy. I am going gaming heavy. But um, I think it was one thing for me to go gaming heavy in, you know, in the top 100. But this is like, we're going way down the list. This thing's ranked 664. And let me tell you, when I was doing research, this was in the 700s. So it's already, I mean, you can see why the price of this is just pumping. And again, I don't think that's necessarily in my favor. I mean, it shows good traction a hundred percent, but you know, there's gotta be a pullback on some of these here for sure. When you, when they're just up, up and up in the moment, but that's not why I picked it. Not cause it's got great momentum behind it right now. Game Swift in many ways is very comparable to immutable but think about immutable if you know if it was young if it was just starting out um but had a big community behind it forty thousand uh holders already of their token over 90 games already partnered and building on game swift and what I really like about Game Swift, so this is this was a big chunk that sold me. Going back to how we were discussing Celestia, one of your picks, and modular blockchains, Game Swift is a modular blockchain. So what's a little different about Game Swift versus, say, Immutable, is that game publishers can come build on Game Swift, and they can choose what parts of Game Swift they want to use for their infrastructure and for you know their tooling but they may want to utilize other blockchains as well. Maybe they use Immutable and they use GameSwift. So there's options there. And I think they're doing a lot of smart things to onboard the masses. Something I didn't really touch on earlier, which both Immutable and GameSwift are doing, is making it really easy to onboard users. So one of the things when we talk about gaming in Web3 is like who wants to sign up for a wallet? Who's going to 
go figure out how crypto works if you're not a native crypto user. But both GameSwift and Immutable have these um, these systems built in to allow gamers to just sign on with their Google or their Facebook social accounts, create a user, and that creates a, a account for them on the blockchain. Hmm. And at least in GameSwift's case, I don't know for sure in Immutable, but Game, GameSwift's doing it in a way where it's this combination of of custody and non-custody so that when you create that account at first it's custodial and GameSwift is the the custodian which makes it super easy it's this seamless onboarding experience but if the gamer wanted to take their account and leave they can get they can download their keys and they can sort of exit the system and take it with them and they can become their custodian. And I love that idea. I love so much about this project. GameSwift um, to me is currently highly underrated. I think it's going to, it's already picking up steam. It's starting to get noticed, but I think they got a really bright future. So when we talk about that gaming narrative, I think the sky's the limit here with GameSwift and this thing's gonna pop off. You know, what's hilarious is that your pick here, number 664, Game Swift. The one I've chosen, I think, is super close to that. And we don't have the 600 charts on here right now. I'm just going to do a search, but I think it's around 650 or something like that. Okay, okay. So I, I like that. Here's what I know for a fact your picks are very more much more well researched than mine. <laughs> you know a lot more information. I'm kind of throwing a dart at a board a little bit, but. I also think maybe you're overthinking a bit and you're heavy on the gaming side of things, which it's high risk, high reward, right? That could work out fantastic for you or maybe not. It could. Yeah. If gaming doesn't play out like I hope, I've got like three picks that are <laughs> not going to go well for me. <laughs> so the pick I'm going with is number 628 on the chart, and that is Coinos. Oh. So Coinos, if we go back and show me the history, or show me the crypto history to episode six. Yeah, wow. Andrew Levine was our guest. And at that time, that would have been January 2021. And if I pull up the chart of all time for Coinos, and we look at the max, back in January 2021, if you were a fan of show me the crypto, we were talking about Coinos when it was 1.2 cents. Today, it's 100x from that at a dollar or a dollar five but I'm still picking it. And the reason for that is, again, maybe a bit of nostalgia. Nostalgia is playing into my picks, but I got onboarded into the crypto space from Steemit, which eventually kind of transitioned into Hive. And the idea was that it was kind of this cross between like a Medium and a Reddit. You write blog posts, people can upvote great content, and you're rewarded with cryptocurrency in the form of Steam. That was my onboarding to the space. So I always have fond memories. Are there many people still blogging on the Hive platform? Not really. There are people, the value has gone down a lot, but a lot of the core developer team that was involved with Steemit moved over to Coinos. And Andrew was somebody I had the chance to meet. He is a brilliant guy. There's a few other people from that dev team that are involved with Coinos. And what I think will be a theme moving into this next bull run or next year is fees. And I think that the Ethereum fees of using the layer one, that's why layer two is going to have so much popularity moving forward is that these fees are, they're absurd. It's insane to make transactions on Ethereum. It's too expensive. It's like 30, $40 as of right now, we're not even at the peak of what the traffic's going to be. Whereas Coinos is a fee-less blockchain and they just recently had the merge. So they were a coin on Ethereum. They moved to their own layer one blockchain and it is a fee-less blockchain, free to use. Um, the How that happens, Andrew's explained, if you want to go back to episode six of the podcast, you talked about something called mana that builds up over time and that is what allows it to be fee-less. But I just think that Coinos, again, so probably more than Chili's actually last time, this would have been one of my best performing coins for sure because I did have a little bit of Coinos. But I think that if this 
idea of we get more people in this space, people are going to really be looking toward options that have lower fees. And it's that narrative mixed with the fact that, you know, there's the strong developer team that's involved with it. I think they're an underdog shot. Mm -hmm. I realize that there's maybe some risk in that pick and that it's already increased quite a bit, but at number 628, I mean, there's a long way to go still. There's a long way to go. And this is crazy alone. This is the last 30 days. I don't know what would have caused this pop off other than that was the, the switch. That was the switch. So they moved uh, to their own switch. layer one. Yeah. Because wow, it went all the way up to 217. I mean, even from today to just do that, which is only a few weeks ago, what would be a two X from now? Yeah. So yeah, wow. I I like your pick. I did not see this coming at all. And I <laughs> love I love that we had that interview so long ago. And that if you know if you'd bought in at that time, I mean you're you're doing you're doing good right now. If you're now. listening to our show back yeah. in January 2021, actually a few months after that, we were talking about NFTs for the first time as well. And so so it, it does pay off from time to time. Not that this is financial <laughs> advice. So Alf, let's talk about some of maybe the underdog picks. Yeah. Or not underdog picks, but the ones that were you were looking at. Maybe they shifted out of the top 50 or 51 to 100. What are your thoughts? Yeah, sure. So let me, uh, so I got a couple. Let me uh, just go down here. Just the honorable mentions. Yeah, the honorable mentions. So one that I was definitely thinking about, it was, honestly, this was very close, was Bonk. <laughs> bonk. Because. What is Bonk? I've, it's, I've 70% in the last seven days. Look, I've heard a lot about you're it. asking what Bonk is. is? I know nothing about Bonk, <laughs> but I don't need to because it's got a Shiba Inu dog on the logo. <laughs> and that tells me everything I need to know. It's a meme token and it is on fire. It is popping off. And again, not that you want to buy when things are popping off, but something like this that, <laughs> that is going crazy. That chart's insane. But you got to remember where we're at. So when I think about where we're at and what you if, if you were going to make a play in the meme token space yeah you've got like the, the the big plays you could make from like the big names you've got doge you've got shiba inu you've got pepe coin and that was my one that slipped out of the top 100 and i was going to your point do a meme coin because yeah. i think meme coins will always play they're always going to be a play and but the reason i like bonk out of these strictly comes down to where it's at compared to those others i think bonk bonk hasn't had its heyday yet if you were to say it has you'd be saying well really right now is the heyday but the thing is then you look at well where we, where are we in the market if if this thing has any sort of like lasting timeline the heyday hasn't hit yet and as we've seen with meme coins before when you think it's about to end it just keeps going <laughs> so I bonk was definitely on my list of potential plays as far as like, if you want to get into a meme coin. So one that I had on my list as a potential, uh, was turbo number seven twenty seven as a low cap. This was another meme coin. Um, there was a story behind it. The, the guy who created it basically said to chat GPT, Hey, I want to create the best meme coin ever. How do I do this? And he followed step-by-step chat gpt's instructions but this was this was a while ago this is when pepe was originally popping off and there's still a little community around turbo now who knows what will happen but i was looking at the chart of meme coins and i think it was number five or number six i just look at something like that as a lower cap higher upside potential if it does take off mm -hmm. but to your point something like bonk or pepe it's already got kind of that momentum and otherwise some of these meme coins just might stay buried so what yeah. are you any other thoughts on coins you were looking at or projects you were looking at for this i do i gotta mention i gotta mention one more because this was a really close pick for me and the only reason i didn't pick it was because it was just outside the top 100 and again when you talk about like the strategy here being that is just outside the top 100 i don't think i had as much of an upside potential mm. as say picking something in the 600s. So that's why I didn't pick it. 
other but it, that is the only reason why because i very much like this token and i am going to oh i was kind of hoping i i saw that coin gecko that you know they've got these like um categories and we'll give away here one of them i saw earlier was gambling right and i'll just pick out the token here which probably would have been at the top of that list i'm guessing is rollbit so rollbit in my little bit of research on gambling tokens as far as i understand is kind of like the the pack leader by far mm. uh unless i missed any others but rollbit is the, the reason i like it so as humans we're all greedy and we're also we also easily get addicted to things that get our adrenaline and endorphins going and gambling does that and while that's not necessarily something that i think is great for the world it exists it is what it is and what i like about rollbit is that it's like a casino that you can buy into and you can um like make money back on it so if you buy the rollbit token rlb you can stake it you can earn on it and those earnings come from real revenue that rollbit is making and as a casino as you know lots of casinos do well well rollbit's no different it's different in that it's web3 and it's blockchain but they are making bank so uh, from a revenue standpoint they make something like uh, 500, oh man, I hope I don't have this number wrong. Accuse me in the comments if I do, <laughs> but I think they make something like $650 million per month right now. Whew. Yeah, it's an insane amount of money. Maybe it's, I don't know, somewhere you can see uh, where that is, but Rollbit's like killing it on the gambling, uh, sort of gaming gambling side of uh, crypto right now. But I think because of that revenue uh, model, it makes a lot of sense to invest in them, not because gambling is cool or gambling is going to take off because they're making money. Like mm. they are actually, they've got a very successful business model right now. And so when we talk about fundamentals, you know, this is actually a project with very good fundamentals and a lot of room to grow, I think, when you look at what their current market cap and price is. So Rollbit would have been on my list, you know, maybe if they were in a different place. Okay, so our final tallies are this for the portfolios. For Alf's, his first pick, Immutable, he's got 49.75 worth of Immutable. Next is Injective, 3.19. Next is Beam, 3,802.28. Then Fetch.ai, 149.93, and GameSwift, 154.08. For myself, I have 153.37 Cardano. I have 8.06 Celestia, 196.08 Sand, 1,190 Chilies, and 95.24 Coin. The bet is going to be a portion of the loser's portfolio will go to the winner. We haven't decided the exact percentage just yet, but we'll determine we'll that. How are you feeling with your picks? Honestly, I feel really good about my picks, yeah. but that's no, not a knock against your picks because I think you made some real great picks. I think it's difficult. We actually made a lot of similarities, at least when you look at like a market cap standpoint, which I think evens the playing field a yeah. little bit from like where we start from uh we definitely made some different picks in terms of like the narratives and the types of tokens that we chose so it'll be interesting to see what uh, gets more traction and and who wins this bet what do you think are the odds either of our portfolios will be down like worth less than 500 dollars? yeah i mean like total speculation here but I think the odds are 2%. Uh, 2%. Wow. I feel really confident that yeah. we're finally getting into this, this bull market. I think that things have started popping off early, earlier than people expected, mm. probably because of, you know, these ETFs and, and what's happening right now that have maybe sort of led the charge earlier than maybe the cycle would have predicted. Yeah. But I still think next year, by the end of next year, will be a good time to be in crypto. So no, I think our portfolios are going to be looking good. Yeah. And we know this is a volatile space. It's a 
sketchy space. Do your research for sure. Don't take our word for anything. You can probably tell by my lack of research. I was just kind of throwing up Hail Marys left and right. Um, however, yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I'd maybe put the percentage a little higher than that, than 2%, but I, I'm fairly confident. And other things worth mentioning is the Bitcoin halving happens next year as yeah. well, which uh, is a big event, which basically reduces the block rewards in half. And historically, we've seen bull markets follow that event, not necessarily immediately after, but some months after if we go back in history so who knows what will happen regardless we want to say thank you if you've made it this far in the episode whether you're listening or you're watching on youtube thank you so much for the support for watching and consuming our content it means a lot 2024 i think is going to be a great year we're going to try to get even bigger interviews some great guests on the pod and some great conversations because you know we teased it earlier in the conversation but you know, if you were around in those early days or over the last few years as we pump out these episodes, I mean, we've talked about a lot of different narratives that have really eventually taken off and and become major parts of this blockchain space. So we do our best to bring in guests that are bringing good information. But Alf, what are your thoughts on, on the year to come for our podcast? Yeah, I mean, well, even just looking back at the year, I think it's been for a year that was still very much considered by most a bear market even if things did go up in price uh for the most part over the year it wasn't like this big exciting bull market year it was sort of like the frost defrosting if you want to look at it that way um but we had some great interviews and going into next year i'm just looking forward to having more great interviews with more great guests talking about more great projects and uh and hopefully on top of that because potentially the bull market is arriving next year let's hope so fingers crossed you know that could lead to even more excitement and and perhaps uh some discussions that are more in the moment with what's trending and popping off and so i'm really looking forward to sort of getting back to the hype that was here you know at the last bull market and the bull market before that and uh I, i'm I'm, ex I'm excited for 2024. yeah absolutely hope you enjoyed this year and special episode Happy holidays to all of you. Enjoy your time with loved ones, and we will see you in the new year. Thank you for listening to Show Me the Crypto. Please make sure to subscribe as well as rate and review this podcast.